every time I shopped, I brought something home, like <laughs> always. And even if I didn't that time, I would go back. I'd find myself putting stuff, um, if I was shopping online, I'd put stuff in the cart and come back like a week later, creating a pace for me that I thought would help, but it didn't. I did a lot more online shopping than I did in-person shopping, but even in person, I always felt like an itch. Like after work, I would just go straight to like the Goodwill, like near my house and just like go and try to find stuff to pass time and uh, would walk out always with something. It's said that secondhand sales have increased by 46% among Gen Z shoppers since 2017. Apps like Depop and ThreadUp have made it easier than ever for young consumers to buy and sell used clothing. But like most of the trends Gen Z is championing, there are a lot of reasons why. On one side, there's the cool factor. The idea of having something rare or one of a kind ties right back into the great value Gen Z places on individuality and expression. There's also the sustainability issue. With a constant influx of news at their fingertips, Gen Z is hyper aware of the world around them and the environmental uses plaguing their planet. Compared to millennials, Gen Z tend to think about their carbon footprint more often and take steps to offset the damage done by the generations before them. And then there's a social aspect. Social media has created a boom of direct-to-consumer vintage and retail shops. These small businesses thrive on apps like Instagram, which is constantly evolving on its own as a place to do business. Most recently, the app rolled out a shoppable feature, making it easier than ever to buy stuff via social. In other words, future social users will be exposed to more brands, more options, and undoubtedly inherit even more purchasing power. Which brings us to our next guest, Holly Beth Daisley, a 25-year-old Londoner, a self-prescribed all-or-nothing online shopper who uses social for shopping tips and inspiration. Today we're talking to Adobe and Holly Beth, two young professional women with distinct shopping habits and distinct opinions on the future of retail. This is Ali Cummingore. This is Mia Douglas. And you're listening to Retail Radio, where we take a look at the state of retail with the entrepreneurs, innovators, and experts that know it best. On this episode, we're talking about the next generation of shopping with two young women on the front lines of the retail revolution. First up, Adobe Ugagu, a 27-year-old South California native who has spent the better part of 2019 trying to overhaul her relationship with retail. <laughs> I hear you are a bit of a secondhand shopping guru so can you tell us a bit about your shopping habits yeah so uh in the last six months or so i haven't been shopping um i kind of transitioned into a more mindful way of consuming clothing um that's just a lot more sustainable but before that i was shopping at least once a month so i would have at least one item a month um and I didn't really like the amount of stuff I was accumulating every every month. So, do you? I mean, when you were shopping often, where were you shopping? Were you shopping more than once a month, or was it like would you go and go shop and not bring anything home? No. Um, every time I shopped, I brought something home, like <laughs> always. And even if I didn't that time, I would go back. I'd find myself putting stuff, um, if I was shopping online, I'd put stuff in the cart and come back like a week later, kind of like creating a pace for me that I thought would help, but it didn't. Um, 
And then I think that uh, I did a lot more online shopping than I did in-person shopping. But even in person, I always felt like an itch. Like after work, I would just go straight to like the Goodwill, like near my house and just like go and try to find stuff to pass time and um, would walk out always with something. So. <laughs> um. Back then, but also, I guess now, because do you still browse online? No. Um, in the past six months, um, I've been really careful to, like, not look at any sites and browse because the temptation is really there. And I think I've built up for the past however long the e-commerce has been, you know, I've been using it maybe, like, 10, 15 years. But, like, you know the temptation is always to buy it's always there. And so I think just the best thing to do, at least for me was to just like stop looking. When you were shopping, where were you going online? Um, I was shopping on ASOS, um, typically through their eco edit line that mm -hmm. they had started. Um, uh, I would also use the app Depop, which is like, a pretty cool resale Gen Zer app where people would sell like really niche vintage stuff from like in the middle of Vermont. You can find like the coolest stuff. Um, and then I would in person go to Zara, sometimes Target. I know I'm really embarrassed about the Target. <laughs> <sighs> and then um, uh, a friend had put me on to this one um, Spanish uh company I think that is also owned by Zara named uh, Bershka mm -hmm. online. How do you feel now that you've gone a few months without buying anything new? Um, it feels really good. I've saved so much money, like an insane amount of money. <laughs> um, there are definitely moments when I'm out hanging with friends and we're in shopping spaces that you know, the temptation does rise. Um, but luckily I actually told all my friends. So there's a lot of accountability, you know, in terms of like, oh, you know, do you, are you going to get that? Or they're seeing me eyeing something and they're like, step away from the mules. <laughs> and so um, it's, it's really been good. And I think that the idea is to keep um, this trend kind of going for myself. I, I've been really toying with the idea of shopping biannually mm -hmm. so one for the warm seasons and then one for the winter seasons just so that i don't go back on a binge once the six mm -hmm. month fast is over um and i just think that'll help me to like love the stuff in my closet a lot more so i've been utilizing the stuff in my closet mm -hmm. um and yeah i just really like the pace that i'm at right now not mindlessly putting stuff into my like closet or like wasting money on things I already have. I want to talk about secondhand shopping, but I also want to know where your head's at in regards to like when you do start shopping again, do you feel more inclined to buy higher priced items that are quote unquote built to last? Mm -hmm. I think that the great part I think about shopping biannually um is that it'll free me up to buy higher quality items so like right now i'm like looking at a few pieces from everlane which i never would have done before i'm like oh that's cool maybe one day when i'm rich but like 
now that I have, you know, six months of money that I, that used to be allocated towards like, just like mindless clothing, um, now can be like repurposed for, you know, $114 mules. Um, and so I think that's where I'm trying to move. Um, and then move a lot more towards like staple clothing, like obviously incorporating some of the stuff that's my style, like prints and patterns, but like having staple stuff that I can always like pull out and keep. Mix match. Mm -hmm. Are any of your friends doing a, a fast similar to you or are you quite unique amongst your friends? Um, it's only me. <laughs> Cause I have the problem. <laughs> Uh, it's only really, it really is only me. I think um, a little bit about my background, like I started a fashion blog in 2013. So um, even though I've kind of fallen off a little bit, like my thing was fashion. So like even on my Instagram, like, you know, if I ever did a photo shoot, I'd always be thinking about like, you know, what is this outfit going to look like? Oh, I have to go buy it, you know like whether it was my own thing or for a photo shoot I was always buying clothing mm -hmm. um and so you know none of my other friends really have that like passion they love they like shopping but it's not like me where it's like I need to mm -hmm. keep up my closet you know just for like trend's sake when did you start buying secondhand stuff I started buying secondhand stuff in uh high school um, I think it was in the middle of high school. I used to shop a lot at Forever 21. Um, and then at some point in high school, I decided I was going to rebrand myself <laughs> <laughs> and like just be different. There was this like group of people at my high school that were like the quote unquote hipsters. Um, and they wore really unique clothing that like you would not see in any mall. And so I was like, okay, let me try this Goodwill that they've been talking about. And I was it was just like I got lost in it, you know, and finding so many pieces that had been there for like, you know, decades. I really loved denim. I found out that I really loved denim and just like <laughs> high waisted stuff. So, yeah, I've been I've been like secondhand shopping for at least like ten years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like I mean? It sounds like in the beginning it was definitely like a, a fashion thing and like a, a style thing. Yeah as you've gotten older and kept doing it, do you think you think more about sustainability? Yeah, I do. Um, I think resale is such a great way to stop um, this sort of overnight turnaround of clothing that happens with a lot of these big fast fashion companies. Um, and I think uh, I, I kind of stumbled upon this documentary on Netflix called The True Cost um, that really popularized I think what we know now is like you know fast fashion being the evil behemoth and we need to be more sustainable and so after seeing that I, I realized that what I the habit that I already had cultivated was also doing good in the world and that helped for me to like continue on that path it just gave me another reason to continue doing what I was already doing and what is your vision for the future of retail um, I think a few things. Um, I think that it's moving towards resale. Um, I wrote back in um, the fall of 2018 an article about how 
sites like ThreadUp is like so popular. People are buying like, you know, used, gently used clothing off of there. Depop is really huge with um, the Gen Z market. Um, and I read another article recently about um, a company under uh, H&M that is starting like their own resale, like brick and mortar. So I think it's moving there. I think just overall retail is going to be a lot more about the experience um, and a lot more thoughtful. So um, like reformation, you walk in and they might not have everything out there for you to just parse through but you take the tablet and you just like look through what you want and they pull it out for you it's like a showroom style I think it's going to be a lot more like that in the future um just to prevent like you know people from mindlessly buying things I think it's just going to be more thoughtful in the experience of like buying clothing in the last two years the number of secondhand purchases made by Gen Z has nearly doubled thanks to apps like Depop and ThreadUp and like most of the trends Gen Z is championing there are a lot of reasons why on one side, there's the cool factor. The idea of having something rare or one of a kind ties back to the value that Gen Z places on individuality and expression. There's also the sustainability issue. Compared to millennials, Gen Z thinks about their carbon footprint more often and does more to offset it. And then there's the social aspect. Social media has created a boon of direct-to-consumer vintage and resale shops. These small businesses exist solely on apps like Instagram. Recently, the platform rolled out a shoppable feature, making it easier than ever to buy stuff via social. And that brings us to our next guest, Holly Beth Densley. The 25-year-old Londoner calls herself a quote, all-or-nothing online shopper. So we sat her down to talk about her shopping habits and how she uses social media to get tips and inspiration. Can you tell us a bit about your shopping habits? Yeah, so I'm mainly an online shopper. Um, occasionally do go shopping on the high street but find it quite stressful um when you're younger you kind of went shopping with your friends and now it's like the worst thing to do is to go shopping <laughs> with your friends especially if you're like the same size and all that kind of thing and um, so online shop probably there's like four shops that I like mainly go on or websites like and other stories top shop zara occasionally asos um and it's all clothes, it's not really anything else. <laughs> this month I've diverted to homeware because I couldn't find any clothes. And that's just like so stupid. <laughs> I've sent back two blankets this week. That's so unnecessary. Um, when you shop, I guess, would you just, how would you describe your shopping habits? Um, all or nothing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll either like go online and order like £200 worth of stuff or I won't order and then I won't order anything. But I find it really hard to just order like one thing on a website just because I'm just like, what's the point? <laughs> I don't know why. It's just really stupid. Um, but I also know now from experience the days of the week that the websites get updated. <laughs> Amazing. So based on my looking online on those days. <laughs> is it all regulated or they're all different? Uh, they're all pretty similar. They're all usually a Tuesday. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> is it the same for when things go on sale? Or that's just like... So I'm, I'm signed up to all their mailing lists okay. so then you get an email saying sale is coming. I don't even sign up for those and I get yeah. emails. So yeah. It's like 20% off of everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
Do you return a lot of stuff? Uh, in, not really. I wouldn't say I'm half as bad as Chloe, who returns everything. <laughs> but because I find it takes me a lot to get there because I'm all or nothing. I'll have to be sitting in my bag for like ages until I can find something else to like add into the bag. So I would have like really thought about that decision before purchasing it. So rarely when it comes, like do I return it? Or I've seen it in store and I've been like, oh no, it's actually really nice and I'll just order it. <laughs> You'll see stuff in store and then go home and order it rather yeah. than- I don't know why. I don't know why. And yeah, I don't like trying things on. It's always, always really hot in shops. It's quite stressful. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, could, oh, I don't know, it's stupid. And I'm rarely in like the high street, but if I walk past and I see, oh, like that's what I was looking at, it is nice or something like that. I think that's fair. Yeah. You tend to like look, I, I personally look kind of grubby after I've been out shopping yeah. or if I'm out and then I will pass it exactly so you try something on in store you have no control of the lighting yeah. your hair kind of looks and then you get really hungry because you're like <laughs> so, oh god I need to sit down um yeah the only time that I would really like go to store if there's something that I really really want and it's out of stock online and then I would literally go on the hunt for it but I rarely would I would never go to store first if that makes it there'll always be another reason while going in. What kind of experience would make you want to go to a store, like beyond just buying a place or have one? So I think with beauty products, that's completely different because you need the service. You need someone to tell you like what you need and like a consultation. So like that, like even if you go to like Clinique and Boots and you always need to speak to someone, like, so that's completely different. But in a clothes store, you just don't really need that advice because I don't know, I wouldn't trust any of them anyway. <laughs> but, but you just don't really need that advice because you know what suits you. Like, don't need like skin tone or anything like that. Um, but I guess to go into store, it would have to be like they have something ex- exclusive that maybe I couldn't buy online or I couldn't get anywhere else. Um, and I don't have to queue or like <laughs> any of all of that stuff. So yeah, or like a sample sale or something like that, where you know that you want something a lot and it's like half the price or whatever. That would make me come to store. But with clothes, I don't know. I don't know if there's actually, I can't really think about anything else. I think exclusives is a big deal. Yeah. Like for in-store. Um, like getting something that other people can't get en masse, I think. Um, yeah, racial sure <laughs> I feel like they're some like H. I think of H and M as being like the one that drops the crazy like collab lines, mm-hmm. and they yeah. go online too, don't they? Yeah, I think so. It, obviously, it's harder to get. It's like customer yeah. tickets, mm-hmm. but <laughs> um, <laughs> but people do queue up for those stuff. I also do think like H and M is a really good example, like. I I'll sit next to Hannah and she would have got five things from H&M in store and I'd be like what the hell like I have not seen any of that in store because their shops are just every clothes rack is just filled like to the brim like you just can't see anything and I think like when you go into a shop like the thought of having to go through 
everything. I'm just like, absolutely not. I just cannot think of anything worse. So you don't like the hunt? No, I don't like the hunt unless I know what I'm looking for. Like, if I've got something specific, I can go in and I'll know, like, within 10 minutes if it's there or not. But the actual... Oh, God, it's awful. (laughs) Do you ever buy used stuff? Do you ever go vintage shopping? Yeah. Okay. Um, But... Yeah, so I'll go with two of my friends who are really good at vintage shopping and we'll like block out an afternoon and go. Um, but not like regularly. And on Depop, I use Depop quite yeah. a lot. So if like I really want a pair of trainers but I can't afford them and like they'll be on Depop for half the price and sometimes it need be more, then I'll just get them on there. And did you start, have you ever sold anything on there? Yeah, I sell stuff quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> How, I mean, I've barely kind of messed around with it but yeah. like it's pretty I mean you can do you want to describe the experience of using I mean, that really, website it's, yeah it's really easy like everyone thinks that it takes so much time but because it's an app you're literally taking a picture of it like takes like 30 seconds to do all the details and then it's up and everyone's like yeah but you don't make that much money off it but even if you're getting a fiver for something that you never wore and it's going in the bin or I know charity is very valid here you should take your clothes to charity but like if you are looking for money like you may as well just try and if it doesn't sell then you can just leave it but I I mean I did some deep on Saturday and literally have a bin bag full of stuff I like have a square of a grey sofa put the piece of clothing (laughs) on there take pictures and then it's just done whereas like back in the day with eBay you'd have to like take all your pictures first then put them on your laptop and then update them all it was awful but like Depop's really easy especially for like trainers and stuff like that yeah yeah this is funny when we were talking to Adobe she said it's the one thing that she won't buy secondhand is shoes yeah oh really yeah Yeah. I do get that but when it's like (coughs) trainers that have sold out or they're like 200 quid and people buy stuff just so that they can Depop it yeah, so, you know that they're not used. Yeah, like H&M collabs, yeah. they'll go on Depop for like twice the price sometimes yeah. because like... <laughs> they make nothing. They yeah. that much and that's... Exactly. It's crazy. Um, are there brands that are exciting or inspiring you right now beyond like the stuff that you have been going to for a long time? Um, do you know what I was saying just yesterday? This might not be what you're looking for, but ASOS has now got some really good brands like yeah. on it, um, which is quite nice. It seems like it's going like a bit more sort of like high street premium yeah. than like the fast fashion like stuff, which is like quite refreshing because it used to be awful. Um, <laughs> um, so that's quite good. It doesn't look that inspiring. I don't know. I think I'm one of those people that I'll see someone wearing something and then I'd look at that and then go on the website and really like it. I like Weekday, is really good. And I'm very much like, there's like five influ- fashion influencers that I follow and like, I just love everything that they wear. So stuff like that. Who are they? Um, Monique. Okay. Um, Lucy Williams. Um, Matilda Dijon. <laughs> She's <laughs> Swedish. Um, Oh, who else? I can send you some. But everything that they wear, like me and my friends just oh my god, like they look amazing. Um, and brands like Reformation, like it's sustainable, but it's also just beautiful. Um, all of those sort of brands which are like 
I can't quite afford. Yeah. <laughs> but like insight still, like Reformation, Rixo, like all of those kind of brands and anything that kind of looks like them. Yeah. A go to. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask how much of a like role social plays oh, in yeah. finding stuff Huge. and discovery. Yeah. Are all of those girls pretty good about like tagging what they're yeah. wearing? Okay. So Monique will do her blog, which is Weekly New Girls. So she'll do a summary of all the new in stuff and what she would buy out of all of them. Um, she's like more premium. So I'll look at what she's wearing and be like, I'm going to find like the cheaper version of what she's wearing. <laughs> Um, but some of them are really good like Amy Shaw is also really good um, and they all tag like all the outfits and stuff that's probably where I get most of my inspiration from in terms of fashion is like Instagram what do you think the future of fashion retail is? <laughs> um, I can genuinely imagine it all just like being through influencers and Instagram like there's and like the images on a website being an influencer or someone wearing it rather because like a lot of them like product images like you just don't care until you see someone wearing it and if it's someone that you like respect like I can see, kind of see that happening um, and then stores getting smaller and more personalised maybe but don't know no one knows for certain what the future holds but these conversations make it clear that retail is changing and fast. Today, more people are thinking about their carbon footprint and buying used and secondhand. At the same time, people say they're shopping more because of social media. Either way you look at it, the conclusion is the same. The way we shop has gone from a social practice to a hyper-individualized and mostly private one. And because of this, shoppers feel more strongly about what they buy and who they buy it from than ever before.